Hello on this Saturday, November 14th, in our current bizarro world of the time between the election and inauguration. The phenomenon of Donald Trump continues to amaze with its resilience. The election is long over, and in normal times, like through all my young adult years, we'd be moving on and accepting the new reality. Supporters of the loser would not be so incredibly bitter. The two-party system is not supposed to be like this. The two parties are not enemies of each other. They are merely the opposition to each other. We are all Americans and should accept an overriding sense of bonding and patriotism. We can move on, put the election behind us, and resume our usual priorities. We are supposed to find politics boring most of the time. Surely that was the view in my young adult years. Ronald Reagan beat Jimmy Carter, and we moved on. Reagan articulated conservatism, but he was a gentleman with a sense of humanity. We could clearly feel that, even those of us who were inclined to support Democrats. Reagan came from a real-world background where he worked hard in his craft of acting and even got involved in the Actors' Union. Unionism is supposed to be associated with the political left. I personally have problems with public sector unions, but in many other areas, they have a proper role. Reagan used rhetoric to try to counter those who disagreed. He did not stomp on them with insults, name-calling, and the like. How can Trump's supporters live with so much of his language, his behavior, that is so totally consistent with a seventh-grade male bully? That is the level of sensibility he shows. Such behavior in a previous time would have brought speechless incredulousness. But today we are in bizarro world where up is down, etc., it seems the epitome of anti-intellectualism. The rejection of experts? What's that all about? How can we confront the pandemic unless we are led by the proper experts at least to get the best recommendations? Policymakers can do what they want. Dr. Fauci actually becomes a villain in the eyes of the MAGA crowd. Why? It's bizarro world. What does this say about the direction our nation is headed? So today, Saturday, there's a rally in Washington, D.C. to try to proclaim to the world that Trump actually won the election. The one huge, sad fact about the election is that Trump got as close as he did. 
he clearly could have won. Perhaps he lost because of one little misstep, like describing fallen U.S. soldiers as losers and suckers. Why was he even allowed at Arlington National Cemetery on Veterans Day after he made a comment like that? Once again, I must proclaim we are in bizarro world. There are people in Morris who would be delighted to join today's MAGA rally. Be careful, one of them might ask to borrow your comb. Haha. <laughs> Saturday, November 14th, indeed, and in the ELCA devotional booklet, the headline is The Dignity of Work. Prosper for us the work of our hands. Oh, prosper the work of our hands. Verse 17 of Psalm 90. Continuing. I spend many of my days at home with my little boy. I wash last night's dishes, write this week's grocery list, roll a ball with my son. Some days I deliver a meal to a neighbor recovering from surgery, care for a friend's baby while she goes to school, or send a message to someone who is struggling. The daily work of keeping a home and being a neighbor is not glamorous, yet it is the vital stuff of life. The same is true of your work, however insignificant it seems. So I pray, prosper, O God, the work of our hands. Our daily work often feels separate from the life of faith, but our faith is actually lived out right in the midst of the daily and mundane. God chooses to bless us here, where we also have the opportunity to, opportunity to bless others. Our daily work, whatever it is, has a dignity all its own. And very often it is in our work that God's own work and glorious power, verse 16, are made manifest. Spirit of God, bless my work today that others may be blessed. Through Jesus the Carpenter, amen. Prayer concern, laborers and advocates for good working conditions. End of quoted material. Thinking about where we're at now between the Election and inauguration almost reminds me of a, of a grim fairy tale. Just the very strange state that our nation has fallen into. I don't know if this is all the result of uh, automation and globalization. Maybe this is the culmination of these forces that have gotten so many Americans discouraged. So they just want to latch on to a despot like Trump, who may talk like an idiot, who may be insulting, who may act like a bully. They're attached at the hip to him anyway. So where on earth are we headed? It is very concerning. As always, I will suggest that we seek the maximum level of optimism because what other way is there? Thanksgiving is soon. Who knows to what extent we will even celebrate it in the pandemic. Good day.